0: back to the Pub Trivia Experience, everyone. I am Marissa, I am your host tonight, and we've got an action-packed game of trivia tonight. And I'm joined by two people I tolerate.
1: (laughs) (laughs) One better than the other.
0: (laughs) Chris and Mike. Chris... (laughs) (laughs)
1: It's been too long, Marissa. I missed this. I know. I know it's too. been a
0: really long time, y'all. <laughs> it's good to be back. It's good to be back. It's probably like I haven't hosted a PT in
1: It feels like it might be
0: over a year. It's around over a, year. a year
1: at least. Yeah. So. Definitely. Yeah. yeah.
0: Let's head down the street and check in with Chris. How you doing? And what you drinking?
1: Have myself a beer. Uh, and I've always said for the longest time, you just can't get good craft beer here in the Tampa, Florida area. The craft beer here is terrible. That's uh, obviously a lie. But I got one out to uh, where is this from, Mike? You tell me where this is from. This is the Stout at the Devil from Straight to Ale Brewing. I believe that's nice. right there in Huntsville, Alabama. If I'm not, mistaken.
2: it is. It absolutely is. Yep. I uh,
1: have not had this yet. Been saving it till I could record with Mike, and that never happened. So you know, here <laughs> we go. But uh, cheers, everybody. I'll take this a uh what is this say? Stout at the Devil imperial stat with coffee so oh shit
2: you hadn't had it yet
1: no my god that's amazing
2: isn't that isn't it good yeah that's a go-to for me it's a staple
1: oh my god that's oh my god (laughs) i'm in let's go
0: (laughs) nice well let's head a little bit further north and check in with mike mike how you doing and what you drinking
2: uh, Marissa, I certainly cannot complain. Uh, it, it is great to have you back uh, hosting here; <laughs> always, always a pleasure. Uh, and Chris, you're here too. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, 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 Marissa, your your presence here did uh, inspire my beer choice, along with the the actual name of the beer itself. Uh, Chris actually ended up going more local than I did. I went a little further south to a brewery out of Birmingham that I've featured many times on the podcast before. Uh, this is Trim Tab Brewing Company, but the beer is called Movie Snacks. Nice. And Marissa, uh, the reason you inspired uh, me choosing this in addition to the title is that it is a sour with tangerine, Ooh. raspberry, wild berry, and lime.
0: If that's good, I, I might need to get my hands it, on some of that.
2: I have had two already, and this is very, oh, yeah. very good. Yes, I, I'm not a generally a huge sour person, so when I like it, that's how you know it's good. But yeah, this is very refreshing. It was a hot day here. We're on the verge of summer, so I'm going to enjoy it and uh, hopefully also enjoy uh, kicking Chris's butt.
1: Well, history will prove you usually do, so...
0: It's pretty standard, <laughs> right? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good.
1: If <laughs> losing to Mike is the worst thing that happens to me today. I'm doing pretty well.
0: <laughs> there could be worse things. So, Marissa,
2: how are you doing and what are you drinking?
0: <laughs> oh, I'm getting asked the question. I'm doing all right, and I am... Drinking an old fashioned nice. with uh, rye, rye old fashioned uh, with Michters. So,
2: ooh, Michters, nice. excellent, excellent,
0: solid. All right. Well, tonight we are playing action movie trivia. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm really Chris, excited. You seem,
0: you seem so pumped for this, Chris.
2: He, he flashed the devil horns to our listeners. <laughs> yeah. Did the tongue thing, you know, the whole deal.
1: Let's go.
0: So tonight's game, we've got an opening round followed by four, four rounds of four questions, a halftime in between, and then our three final wager, uh, three our final round of three wager questions. Oh my gosh. Jesus.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Nictus is good stuff, huh?
0: Yeah, I I drank earlier too, so it's okay. Um, (laughs) And our final round will be three questions for you two to to wager on. So let's go ahead and hop on in to a fresh and rotten. Fresh or rotten. To a fresh <laughs> or rotten. <laughs> it's been a while, guys.
2: Yep, you know, It has.
0: I was like in boozy mode. I'm like, wait, it's not strong drink, strong opinions. <laughs> <adding> <laughs> Champions. I'm like, no, no. Wrong one. Wrong no. one. <laughs> All right. Your opening round is fresh or rotten action style. Ooh. Nice. Uh Numbers one through ten. And... I don't know. Mike, you go first.
2: Let's see if I remember the old uh, elementary school rhyme. First is the worst. Second is the best. So yeah, that (laughs) tracks. Um, So pick a random number one through 10. I will Mm -hmm. pick seven.
0: Number seven. Your movie is Bullet Train.
2: Bullet Train. Okay. I I haven't seen that one. I think that's the one um, with Brad Pitt that came out just last year or something like that. I seem to remember that getting generally positive reviews is just being like out there, crazy, but a lot of
0: fun. So I'm going
2: to say it's fresh.
0: I'm sorry, Mike. Oh, it it's is rotten. Oh, at fifty four percent. Oh, just barely. All just right. barely. All right, All right Chris. I,
1: I that movie. I liked Bullet Train. I watched that movie on an airplane <laughs> a couple months ago. I liked that movie. It looked like it'd be a lot of fun. I just never got
2: around to seeing it.
0: Nice. I haven't seen. I've seen, I've seen two of these movies. <laughs> yeah. Just so you know, um, Chris, uh, pick a number.
1: Let's go number ten. Ten. So the, ten. You're scraping the dregs of the barrel. Let's see what was there.
0: Ten. <laughs> Your movie is plain. Plain. Plain.
1: P L A N I Play. P-l-a-n-e, Plane. Plane. or a-i-n. A-n-e. Okay. I don't think I've heard of this movie. I'm glad I'm not the only one. <laughs> uh I'm gonna go on the fact that I haven't heard of it and take it as a bad thing and say it's rotten.
0: Well, you would be incredibly wrong, Chris.
1: <laughs> I gotta look up the cinematic masterpiece of this. <laughs> I story. know, me too.
0: It's uh Gerard Butler. And I, I don't know,
1: they're they're on a plane but- Oh, this is the one with Gerard Butler and Mike Coulter. This is yes. Yeah. Okay, I have heard of this. You're telling <laughs> me there's a Gerard Butler movie out that has a has a positive Rotten Tomatoes score. I'm calling you a liar. Seventy-eight hey. oh percent
0: seventy-eight percent fresh.
1: I need to see this movie now. Huh. Still never heard of it.
0: <laughs> Mike?
2: Let's go to the opposite end of the spectrum and pick number one with a bullet.
0: All right. Hopefully you've heard of this one. This one is Sisu.
2: Can you spell that?
0: S-I-S-U.
2: Okay. That's what I was assuming it was spelled. Uh, Nope. Hadn't heard of this one either. Um, I am pretty sure that was the name of the dragon in Raya and the Last Dragon, which is going to suggest to me this is probably an Asian action film Asian action films tend to be fairly well critically received. So I'm going to say fresh.
0: And you'd be right. That is what this was 94% fresh. Woohoo. It is a World War II uh, movie. It's hmm. got nobody that I know.
1: I've never heard So of I apologize. Curious. I
0: just went... <laughs>
2: Does it does not appear to be uh appears to be Finnish.
0: It is Finnish. It is Finnish. So it's not Asian, but Finnish. Yep.
2: My apologies to the Finns, but Hey. You made a good movie, it sounds like so.
0: It sounds like it. Okay. Mike's picking up five points. Woohoo. Chris, pick a number.
1: Uh let's go two.
0: Two two is Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves.
1: Oh, 100% fresh. I heard that movie's amazing and I'm getting ready to to watch it this weekend. Me too.
0: Chris, you're picking up five points and yes, it was great.
1: I love Chris Pine though, so I'm in.
0: He's the worst Chris.
1: (laughs) No, he is not.
0: He's the worst Chris?
1: No. (laughs) There isn't Um, a bad Chris. Are
2: are you aware of who we're speaking to, Marissa?
0: (laughs) Oh okay, sorry what he's I the second be. worst Chris
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I said you're speaking to the best Chris so he would. the know. best
0: Chris. So see yeah. you beat yeah. out the second or the worst Chris. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I quit I feel like <laughs> a show with one person over, so.
0: <laughs> We're tied up. Mike, pick a number.
2: Um.
0: Let's just keep walking the line.
2: Let's go number three.
0: All right. Number three, John Wick, chapter four.
2: Chapter four. Hmm. So I'm going to think about this in two ways. I feel like by number four people would kind of that a lot of the novelty would have probably worn off i've only ever seen the first one uh so i don't i haven't seen this one but i feel like maybe a lot of the novelty would have worn off and i'm also going to game theory it a little bit and say you just had two freshes in a row numerically speaking uh so i'm going to say this one's rotten
0: and you're incorrect ah, john wick still holding on to that fresh title with 94 percent wow okay
2: not losing any st- any steam okay no
0: I've never seen a single one of them Chris fine they're
1: fine they're fine,
0: yeah. they're fine. <laughs> they're, they're fine. They're,
1: they are really good action movies and there is no plot <laughs> it's yeah. literally action set piece to action set piece and they're well done it's amazing there's nothing that keeps you there um so we just did what one two and 3 mm-hmm. well, I'm going four
0: four your movie is 65.
1: Oh. oh, that's the uh, Adam Driver movie he just did. Mm-hmm. Um, looked absolutely awesome. But I think I remember critics just kind of being meh about it. So I'm going to say rotten.
0: And you'd be correct. That was at 35% rotten.
1: We, we clearly saw two different previews. Uh- <laughs> you didn't think it looked awesome? No. Oh, no. I looked. I'm like, oh, that looks really dope. Okay. Well.
0: It looked horrible. <laughs>
1: My like, comparison for dinosaur movies was Jurassic World's 2 and 3, so my bar was extremely low. That's fair. <laughs> that is fair.
2: That is.
0: <laughs> Mike.
2: I'm going to break this trend. Let's jump back to the end and go 9. 9. Number
0: 9. We're throwing it back a few years. Your movie is Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. That's like Fight
2: Club and Bruno. We don't talk about that one. Um let's see is it the it, it's not a good movie but is it the kind of movie that critics would be would have given a f- positive rating to because of nostalgia reasons and stuff like that no 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 i'm gonna say ron
0: we all might hate it but the critics for some reason ah. they dug it
1: they spider-man three indiana jones four 77
0: percent wow
2: for okay. crystal skull okay I was even nuking the fridge was fine. It was really Shia LaBeouf <laughs> swinging, swinging through the vines <sighs> and the freaking monkeys that killed it for me.
0: Not, not the giant ants eating people?
2: No, that was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, it was, yeah, I
1: was, yeah. I, don't, I was out and nuking the fridge, so don't, don't look at me. I was out pretty <laughs> early in that film.
0: All right. We have three left. We got six, seven, and eight. Chris.
2: No, I did seven, so we got five, oh, you six, you did eight. seven.
0: We have five, six, and eight. I apologize. Five, six, and eight. Um, let's go eight. 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 Your movie is ghosted.
1: Oh, this is the... Uh... Is this the Mila Kunis movie? Mila Kunis and Kate McKinnon? Am I... oh, you, you can't answer that question, I know, but I think this is the one where like she was dating someone and he ghosted her. And she like goes and hunts him down. Turns out he's a spy. And I just can't imagine there's any way in hell this movie was any good. So I'm going rotten.
0: And you'd be correct in picking up five points. Ghosted was rotten, but twenty six percent. It's Anna De Armas and uh, Chris Evans. I, I was going to say oh. he's
2: he got the answer right, but I'm pretty sure he's talking about the wrong movie because <laughs> I was yeah. like, this is the Chris Evans movie.
0: Mm-hmm. Chris Evans, Anna De Armas, no. Adrian Brody. Yep.
1: Okay, I got to see what about, though. Hold on, hold on one second. What movie am I thinking about?
2: I have no idea, but it got... I have got no a,
0: clue.
1: If it's got Mila Kunis and Kate McKinnon, The Spy Who I'm Dumped there. Me. I'm
2: sorry. Oh.
0: <laughs> I'm yes, right. Confusing the Spy Who Dumped Me.
1: I will the bet the Rotten Tomato scores are relatively <laughs> on par with each other.
0: We'll have to fact check that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Mike. Uh, what do I got six and eight left
0: You've got six and five five six, and six seven, Five six. and six
2: okay. I couldn't remember what Chris just chose
0: uh, I'll do six Six Six. Your movie is Creed three
2: Creed three Golly I forgot there was a Creed three I mean Creed one was excellent uh, But I I was kind of done at that point I'm gonna say Creed
1: three is rotten
0: this game is not not going well for you, Mike. That is <laughs> fresh.
1: Yeah, it's Michael B. Jordan's directorial. Yeah. I remember people was mm-hmm. heaping praise on him. I saw oh, it. Right. It was fine.
0: Mm, I love Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Oh, I love
1: Michael B. Jordan too, but
0: all right, Chris, final movie, number five, is Operation Fortune. And I don't there's a long title, and I'm not gonna pronounce it.
1: I was hoping you were gonna say Operation Dumbo Drop. So was I. Ruse de Guerre, for what it's worth. Yes, that one. It's a French, it, not French. It's a uh, a foreign sounding film, a French sounding film too. But if it's on this list and it's a foreign film, I'm going to assume it's a good film. So I'm going to say fresh.
0: And you'd be wrong.
1: Yeah. <laughs> on multiple this... accounts, I'm sure.
0: <laughs> and this is a Jason Statham film.
1: Oh, if I'd known that, I'd have gone rotten. <laughs>
0: Yeah. And that came in at 52 percent rotten. The end of our opening round heading into the first round we've got Chris 15 Mike five uh you're gonna we're just gonna take turns we're gonna lead off we're just gonna go back and forth we'll lead off with uh let's lead off with Chris
2: to the victor go the spoils of the pregame
1: and the ruins of the rest of the game.
2: Well, now we're going into movies that aren't recent, so I might actually stand a chance of having seen them.
1: I've got a three-year-old, sir. I haven't seen movies. True.
0: (laughs) Chris, your first question. What job did Douglas Quaid have before he found out he was a secret agent fighting to free Mars in Total Recall?
1: Oh, my God. What did he do?
0: This is a tough one.
1: I'm trying to recall Total Recall, Um, and I'm trying to even hell, even I think with the Colin Farrell version, that would help, but I can't. I didn't like either version of this film. I've never liked Total Recall movie. Um, I remember him. My memory of him in the movie is in a like a a white shirt and a tie. So it's some sort of a desk job. I'm going to say he was in sales who wouldn't buy a computer from Arnold.
0: That would be interesting. Eh. But he was a construction worker.
2: Okay. Wow, oh, interesting. Yeah. I thought maybe he was a party coordinator, and that was why later he said, <laughs> see you at the party, Richter. <laughs> oh, Mike. <my. laughs>
0: How did you wow. not like Total
2: Recall? I love that movie.
0: <laughs> Mike, your first question in this round. Be gentle. What Monty Python star appeared in the Bond movie... The world is not enough, as R and was promoted to Q for Die Another Day.
2: I am pretty sure Q uh, for, th- for that iteration was uh, John Cleese. I'm pretty sure was the Monty Python member that was in that.
0: And you would be correct. Woo-hoo. That was John Cleese. Whole new game.
1: Yes, it is.
0: <laughs> We're tied up.
1: My lead did not last long.
0: I like this one. <laughs> Chris, in what Al Pacino movie is the dreaded F-word used an incredible 206 times, averaging out to once every 29 seconds?
1: So I think this movie was overtaken by South Park uh, for the most F-words in a movie. Um, I believe this is Scarface.
0: And you are correct. It is Scarface. Scarface.
2: I always thought it was 182 times because I thought that was where Blink 182 got their name, but I think that was just a um, well, you know, it, legend.
1: Actually, it was mine. That's what they that's what they heard. But when they heard the actual number, they went, "Damn it!"
0: Yeah. Oh no. Hell,
1: that's just growing up for you. I go ahead and pick up and check. Chris here.
0: picking up the points. What adventurer, created by novelist H. Ryder Haggard, has been played by Stuart Granger, Richard Chamberlain, and Sean Connery? <clears throat>
2: So,
1: (laughs) in your best Connery, well, (laughs) no,
2: Chris, you do not want to hear my Connery. (laughs) Um,
0: (laughs) That was so bad.
2: (laughs) I know. That's why I said you didn't want to hear it. So I'll be completely honest. um, The name that popped into my head and I was hoping you'd say Connery was because as soon as you said it before you even started listing actors, I'm like, it's probably the one that Sean Connery played in League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, which was Quartermain. I believe was his name.
0: I'll give it to you. Alan Quartermain. Alan Alan Quartermain. Yep. Alan Quartermain. Yes.
1: No chance of how I was pulling that. So good job, Mike.
0: 10 points to Mike. All right. Heading into our second round. We've got a tie game. Yep. Round two. Let's lead off with Mike. Oh,
2: switching it up. All right. We're switching it. Let's do it.
0: Your question. Whose last movie, before entering politics, saw him playing mob boss Jack Browning in The Killers?
2: Ouch. <laughs> before entering politics, actors who've entered politics. I know it's not Schwarzenegger. Uh, action movie stars, I should say, who've entered politics. Um, I don't really think of Reagan as an action guy, but he's an option. Uh or Entering Paul. It's got to be. And I've never, I don't know the movie. I, I'm just going to say Reagan.
0: Logicking it out.
2: Sweet. Nicely Reagan done. is the correct answer. Picture, trying to picture uh, Ronald Reagan as a mob boss. <laughs> At this point, I do my Reagan, but it's even worse than my Connery. <laughs> oh my <gosh.
0: laughs> You're going to starve the community of hearing your Reagan
2: I, I don't actually have a Reagan. Okay. Otherwise, I would do it because you know I have no shame.
0: <laughs> Chris, what grizzled San Francisco cop said, but being as this is a forty four Magnum, the most powerful handgun in the world, you've got to ask yourself one question. Do I feel lucky?
1: It's a dirty Harry.
0: That one was too easy.
2: Yeah, it really kind of <laughs> was, but that's okay.
1: I'll take. I'll take. I'm glad you didn't make today's last name. Callowack or something like that. Callahan. Uh, Callahan. Harry Callahan. Yeah. That's it.
0: Callowack?
1: I don't know where Callowack <laughs> came from. It's the first thing that came to my mind.
0: I picked up Who the wrong here? card. <clears throat> Chris, picking up ten, uh, 10 points. Mike, The Man with the Golden Gun became the first James Bond movie to be shown in what country?
2: Ooh. the. Uh, Man with the Golden Gun. I'm pretty sure sh- was that the last Moore, or it was one of the la- later Moors. I'm pretty sure. Mm, okay, so we're looking at early eighties. Is so. I'm kind of down to China or Russia. I feel like China didn't really start getting movies until even later than that, so I'm going to say Russia.
0: I'll give it to
2: you. you, you Union yeah. of Soviet Socialist Republics. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was 74 and okay, it was the cool. Soviet Union. Okay.
2: So it was one of the earlier Moors. Okay. Yeah. So I was way off. Anyway.
1: No, we we covered this in the action bracket. The last two were Octopussy and, and A View to a Kill. A View to a Kill. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You're right. You're right. I was mixing it up with A View to a Kill. I don't know why.
0: Chris, you're. Last question in round two. What thriller's posters exclaimed, her driver's license, her credit cards, her bank accounts, her identity? Deleted.
1: So I know the movie that comes to mind when I hear this, but I don't think of it as an action movie as much as I think it is more of a, a thriller. But the movie that comes to mind is Sandra Bullock's The Net. So I'm going with The Net.
0: And you are correct. The Net with Sandra Bullock. I had, I had the
2: same thought, Chris, and the same thought about it really not being much of an action movie as well.
1: It's but a good movie, though. I actually want to go back. There's one. That's one of those I want to go back and watch just to see, like, early ages of the Internet, or early ages of computer movies. That doesn't, hackers.
2: doesn't hold up well, I'm sure.
1: What about Hackers? The Devin Sawa, I... Angelina Jolie?
2: Never saw that one, to be honest. So
0: Devin Sawa. What happened to Devin Sawa? Didn't he get in a fight with somebody?
1: Hold on. Um, now I want to see if I'm right about hackers. I think mm-hmm. that's those two. Hackers. I, ju- I just know Katie Lee Miller, sorry.
2: Yeah. I just know there was no way I was fourteen years old and there was no way in hell I was not seeing a Sandra Bullock movie.
1: You're fourteen years old and you didn't want to see Angelina Jolie in that movie? Huh. Oh.
2: Was Hackers that early? I don't I hadn't heard of Angelina Jolie when I was fourteen years old.
1: Oh I hadn't either, but I saw that movie and I'm like, damn. Uh, it was ninety
0: five. <laughs> okay. So yeah, same here, same year. Going into the halftime. We have a tied game. Forty-five, Chris. Forty-five, Mike. Let's see if we can break up this tie a little bit.
3: Hi, I'm Jay, host of the new podcast for
0: I'm Brittany, one half of the team behind Frenemy Trivia.
3: And I'm Jeremy, the newest member of the Pub Trivia Experience podcast. And we're coming together today to tell you that this show is sponsored by
0: Critical Grind Board Game Cafe. Critical
3: Grind holds a special place in all three of our hearts. It's a wonderful place to get together with old friends or make some new ones.
0: Whether you're after one of their many fantastic coffee drinks or one of their signature toasts, Critical Grinds got you covered.
3: With an enormous library of tabletop games available, it's a fantastic place to unwind and celebrate your inner nerd. Critical Grind is a recognized gaming safe space, which means you can truly be yourself there. Critical Grind was recently voted Best in Family Recreation for 2023 in its area. And with their new expansion, there's even more fun to come in the future. So check them out near the intersection of Black Road and Route 59 in Shorewood, Illinois.
0: Or if you're not local, find out more about them anyway at linktree.com slash critical grind.
3: Either way, tell Dana and Sean we say hi. Critical Grind Board Game Cafe. Life is short. Play more games.
0: Proud supporters of the PTE network,
3: and vice versa.
0: Similar situation to our opener. Pick a number one through ten. I'm going to give you a statement, and you're going to tell me if it is true or if I'm telling you a lie.
1: Marissa, this is like a, if I'm not if I'm understanding the game correctly. This is a break from the movie questions, and this is more of a standard.
0: This true is more one. of a standard break in, tr- in movie trivia. All right, I'll take it. I'm going to give you a statement, and you're going to tell me if it's true or if it's the if it's the truth or if it's a lie. Love it's it. going to kind of a take on two truths and a lie. We're Love doing a little it. bit different. Sounds good to me. All right, Chris, pick a number one through ten. One. One. After her split from Ken barbie had a three-year fling with roger a hawaiian surfer
1: i'm roger they call me they call me wrong uh i'm gonna say that's a lie
0: <laughs> that is a lie you're gonna pick up five points
1: i'm losing 10 for singing though so really yeah I
2: i've lost yeah seriously we're, we, we all lost uh, something after that.
1: If you never want to see Rent again, yet your your yeah. wife or husband or significant other is a huge Rent fan, play that clip on a loop.
2: <laughs> I still don't think it would work for my wife. All right, Mike. Two through 10. Um, well, given that I am popping open my second beer, and it's also from the Trim Tab Brewing Company, And it is IPA number six. I'm going to go with
0: six. Number six. Pablo Picasso's full name has 23 words.
2: I seem to recall there's something weird about Pablo Picasso's name. Is it that ridiculous? I'm going to say yes, because I, I don't think this is... A question if it's not true so I'm gonna say it is true
0: this is true his full name is Pablo Diego Jose Francisco de Paula Juan I can't pronounce that name <laughs> <laughs> ne- Nebo Manuco Maria de los Remedios Cipriano de las San- Santissima <laughs> Trinidad Riz y Picasso
2: <laughs> I love it
0: that's a full sentence and I'm so I sorry for it. my terrible Spanish. Okay. Mike, pick it up. Five points.
2: It's okay. You can't possibly offend any of our Spanish speaking listeners any worse than Chris has offended our French speaking listeners <laughs> oh, over no. there.
1: Yes. I'm the one consistently make jokes about the French military, yet I'm the one that's uh <laughs> That's that's totally <laughs> fair. Totally fair.
0: What have I missed in a year, guys?
1: <laughs> uh, Mike and I have vastly different opinions on the French military post. Uh 1900 but okay. I I actually don't. It's just a fun (laughs) joke to to say.
0: Chris pick a number
1: Uh, Let's go number 10.
0: Number 10 Abraham Lincoln was a licensed bartender
1: He 100% was a licensed bartender
0: Oh yeah And that is true.
1: Oh yeah It's one of my favorite history facts
0: (laughs) That's great isn't it
2: that and he's in the wrestling hall of fame.
1: <laughs> really? His match against Hulk Hogan was phenomenal.
0: <laughs> Mike.
2: Uh 3.
0: Number 3. Charlie Sheen bought over 2500 outfield seats at angel's Stadium so he could catch a home run ball.
2: I feel like I've heard this story and that it's true, so I'm going to say true.
0: And that is true. Only he would do something so ridiculous.
2: Oh, no, there's plenty of celebrities I could see well, doing yeah, that it's ridiculous. It's just not 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 enough of them would have done enough cocaine to be able to cover 2,500 seats of a baseball stadium.
1: So if you, if you had tickets and you had just bought tickets into the game and you were going to try and sit in one of those seats, do you think he'd come over and ask you to move?
2: <laughs> That's a great question.
0: Who knows? Chris.
1: What number number, will it be? Let's go number nine.
0: Number nine. 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 Most astronauts shrink in space.
1: I think it's actually the opposite. I think gravity pulls us down. I think they actually expand in space. I'm going to say that's false or a lie.
0: That is a lie. Another five points.
2: 100%. Well done, Chris. Mike. Let's do seven.
0: Number seven. Queen Elizabeth II... Was five feet one inches tall. Hmm, It's hmm,
2: hmm, hmm. a good question. She definitely wasn't super tall. It's an oddly specific number. I'm going to say true.
0: You found a lie, uh, Mike. Ah. <laughs> Queen Elizabeth was actually five four.
2: Okay, so short. I was wrong. She's not, We're not she, too short. She still wasn't tall, but yeah, not 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 like even shorter than my wife. Short. Okay. Of course, right. my daughter's projected to be four ten. So,
0: oh, Abby. Oh, yeah. Goodness. All right, we've got numbers eight, two, or two, four, five, and eight left. Mike, or not Mike, Chris.
1: Uh, eight, please.
0: Eight. Number eight. The Mona Lisa's eyebrows and eyelashes were removed during restoration.
2: Mona Lisa, you're an overrated piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Chris, I didn't mean to distract you. I
1: was going to remind you this is an audio medium, so.
2: Right. And you're not saying anything. Oh, it's my. Oh, God.
0: <laughs> it's your question. It's your- <laughs> you picked it. You picked
2: this number. <laughs> By the way, the song that I was just singing, if you've never seen that, it was a deleted scene out of uh, Popstar Never Stop Never Stopping. And it is fantastic. You need to see it. Anyway.
0: Never stop. Never stopping.
2: I wasn't even
1: listening to the question. Did you, wrong? Can you read
0: it? Oh, my gosh. You need to hear it again. Are you serious, Chris?
1: No. So is it had the eyebrows and eyelashes removed during restoration. Um, that doesn't sound familiar. My only my, my question is, is that if you're doing a restoration, I find it hard to believe that it would only remove just those and nothing else. And I don't think that if it removed part of them, they would have told them to remove all of them. So I'm going to say it's a lie.
0: That is actually a truth. Yeah. I think I've heard
2: that before. I don't know why.
1: Yeah, that's a that's a lot of waxing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Must have been a Brazilian restorer, restorer. Oh, my God. Sorry. That was a terrible joke.
0: <laughs> that was, Who was brilliant, Mike. Things. <clears throat> Mike, two, four,
2: or five? Uh, Let's go four.
0: Four. A banana shortage in World War II forced Twinkies to switch from banana cream filling to vanilla.
2: I actually believe I've heard this before, and I think it's true.
0: That is true. It is. All right, Chris, two or five?
1: Let's go five.
0: Number five. The word Pez is based on a German word. That means sweet.
1: I've heard this before. I don't know if it's German, but it, it, it's... Is that what it's from? I've heard something about the name Pez. Or is it... Is it there or is it an initialism? Um, I'm going to say that's true, actually.
0: Oh, you found a lie. No, I'm sorry, Chris.
2: The Germans don't have a world for Sweet. <laughs> God, he's doing accents again. I know. I'm sorry. I I really need to stop. And I'm part part
0: German, so I'm going to say that I'm allowed to do that. All right, Mike. Your last statement. Captain Morgan was a real person.
2: So. (laughs) I'm going to get you on a technicality because can you prove to me that in the entire history of time, there has never been a person whose last name was Morgan with the military rank of captain? I don't think you can.
1: You know she's insinuating that. Never mind. I'm not arguing <laughs> semantics with you, sir.
2: <laughs> uh, honestly, I do not know uh, at all. I feel like it is probably false. So I'm going to say it's a lie.
0: This is a true statement. Okay. Okay.
2: So I should have. I should have just gone with. And the technicality is going to play in my favor. So. All right.
0: <laughs> It was named after the 17th century Welsh privateer, Captain Morgan. Okay. Excellent. Sir Henry Morgan, to be exact. All right. We're tied 60 to 60. Heading into rounds three and four of our action movie trivia. Let's lead off with Mike.
2: Oh, okay. Round three. Fight.
0: Your first question. What was the name of the motorcycle gang led by Chino in the wild one?
2: Oh, for Pete's sake. I've even seen this movie. Uh, it's Brando. Oh man. What the, what the hell is the name of the gang? Damn. Uh, There is effectively no, it's been God, what a decade plus since I saw this movie. Um, There's no, there's no way I can pull it. His name, his name was Johnny. Um, So I'm just, I'm just going to say Johnny's gang. I don't have anything.
0: This movie is actually banned in Britain. Did you know that? That's really funny. It was banned until 1968. And the name of the gang was the Beatles. Was it really? Yep.
2: Oh, that's really funny.
1: Least threatening name ever.
2: I don't, yeah. I don't think that I would have.
1: I'm more <laughs> afraid of the Wild Hog because I am the Beatles. Yeah.
2: No, the, the really the, um, the famous part of that, of that movie is it was the one with the, that had the line, what are you rebelling, rebelling against, Johnny? And Brando
0: replies, well, what do you got?
1: <laughs> Should have just said the Academy. <laughs>
0: Chris, what was K19 in K19 The Widowmaker?
1: Oh, gosh. Um, Wait, is this the one where Harrison Ford does a really, really terrible accent? Is this the one where, Is he a German? It's a, I think it's a submarine. I think it's the one where he does like a really just a, a, a god-awful, atrocious German accent. So I'm going to say it's a submarine.
0: Right vehicle, wrong country.
1: Yeah, he's Russian.
2: Russia. It's a
0: Russian submarine. I'll still give it to you. Yeah, you still, he's, yeah he,
2: he still gets that one. I hate you, Chris. I hate you so much.
0: (laughs) This is just a podcast of impressions today. Mike's Mike's bad impressions. (laughs) How much was the fine for Roger Thornhill, Roger Thornhill's arrest for stealing a car, drunk driving, and crashing into a police cruiser in North by Northwest? Oh, for Pete's sake.
2: For those of you keeping score at home, (laughs) I just got name... The gang in a 1950s movie and now name a dollar amount in a 1950s movie and Chris just got name what was what was the boat in the movie about the boat with Harrison Ford? Like <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh I I have no idea in North by Northwest. I have no idea. Great movie, by the way. It's been just a couple of years since I last saw it. Um,
0: you wanna, I'm going to give you a different question because that is really 100%. difficult. What is it? Five hundred dollars? I have no idea. No, it's two dollars.
2: <laughs> it's it's funny because my brain was going between, was was between: do I go really low or do I put it, throw out something reasonable? Yeah.
0: What TV sleuth played Lawrence Harvey's scheming evil mother in the political assassination? Nailbiter, The Manchurian Candidate.
2: Yep, 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 yep. Uh, as soon as you said political sleuth played a mother, I, I knew it right away it was Angela Lansbury.
0: Yeah, it's a 100% Angela Lansbury. Picking up 10 points.
2: By the way, if you've never seen The Manchurian Candidate, it will completely change your... Because like, we grew up with Angela Lansbury of not that. It will... It will one hundred percent like flip your head on. Oh my god, that's Angela Lansbury. Just
1: make <laughs> sure you watch the original, not the the Denzel version. And the yeah, ones.
2: with Denzel and Merrill and um, yeah. I forget who else. But yeah,
0: Chris. In what movie was Mel Gibson a garage mechanic, a hairdresser, and an animal sanctuary handyman?
1: Oh, god, um, I don't think it's Daddy's Home Two. <laughs> I doubt that it's Braveheart. Mike is willing me to say the wrong answer.
2: No, I'm trying to pull it myself.
1: Like, part of this just sounds so really familiar and it's not helping that I can't think of what it is. It's got to be, this has got to be one of those where Mel Gibson was going through his, um, I'm going to be an action star phases. (laughs) Oh, Lord. This is a really good question. And it's driving me crazy because it's not an insta get. A hairdresser. A mechanic. What was the third one again?
0: An animal sanctuary handyman.
1: Animal sanctuary handyman. If this is what women want, I'm going to just quit.
0: <laughs> what women want is an action movie.
1: Oh, they man. used to want action from Mel Gibson. Oh,
0: God.
1: A certain percentage of our population still does. They don't have any problems. Fair. Um that's think deep. she might have been a racist Doesn't matter, had sex
2: <laughs> Sorry Hot takes Oh my god uh... well, That's from an actual Lonely Island song Just to be clear <laughs> second, second reference to an Andy Samberg uh, Lonely Island type of thing <laughs> yeah.
0: Did you recently listen to Lonely Island? I, like... I didn't,
2: I have no idea why that popped into my head
1: I honestly can't think of an answer That makes sense and I'm just gonna go with Mad Max.
0: And Mad Max is right? It's no, it's not.
1: <laughs> That's me. That
0: was
3: mean because even I was like, oh my gosh, did he pull that? Wow,
0: oh, that was so mean. I had one up here. I was excited. This is Bird on a Wire. Oh, that's,
2: that's right. That's, I forgot about that. Wow. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that movie. Speaking of Mad Max, uh, may Tina Turner rest in peace. Oh, yes. RIP.
0: Heading into round four. No surprise. We're still tied. Yep. 70-70. Whew. And let's lead off with Chris because, you know, he just had a heart attack. so. Mm-hmm.
1: Well played, Marisha. That was well played. <laughs> I was not anticipating sass tonight. That's <laughs> you, you had, you, you had get both of us me. sold.
0: You get me. You get sass. I know.
1: Yeah. It's been a while. It's been a while.
0: Chris, what supernatural thriller about teenage witches messing with magic won the MTV Movie Awards for Best Fight?
1: Teenage witches messing with magic the movie award doesn't give a year for TV movie MTV movie awards for best fight. Well, it's not the vich, the (laughs) vich, the the vich. It's not the witch. Um, like the one that comes to mind is the craft. And we just met Nev Campbell at a con. Was she in the craft or Fruza bulk was in the craft. Doesn't matter. I'm way on the wrong question here. Chris focus. I could swear there was another movie Like The Coven But I can't think of what that would have been Who was in that or what that's about So I'm just going to go with The Craft I don't know that I have a better answer
0: The Craft is correct
1: Yeah,
2: That
0: was in 1996
2: Yeah Movie movie about teenage witches that won an MTV movie award What else is it going to be but The Craft
1: I'm still waiting for Marissa to tell me No I'm wrong (laughs)
2: Yeah that's true That's true. She has pulled that bait and switch recently. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> Mike, what personal item was the focus of the lengthy story told by Captain Coons to young Butch Coolidge in Pulp Fiction?
2: <laughs> oh, my God. I, I adore this scene. Christopher Walken just absolutely owns this scene. Uh, it was a watch.
0: It is a watch.
2: Yeah. I'm also going to spare you my Christopher Walken impression. <laughs> Again, I don't have a Christopher Walken impression, really, but I could attempt one, but you wouldn't like it.
0: So when I used to work in the kitchen at my last job at the chocolate shop, we taped a picture of Christopher Walken to the walk-in cooler.
2: I love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> He'd be damned if they were going to. Deprive his son of his birthright, so he kept the watch in the one place he knew they'd never look. So I love that scene. Oh my gosh, this is one of my favorite movies.
0: Chris, what did Steve McQueen ask to be allowed to ride in a chase scene in The Great Escape as a condition for taking the part in the movie?
1: I just read this not too long in the last six months. I've read this. I'm assuming you want it's a specific answer. It's not something generic. It's a specific answer, right?
0: I mean, aren't most answers a specific answer?
1: Well, I, I, I couldn't just say it's a motorcycle. I have to say it's this this type of motorcycle. I couldn't say it's a car. It's this type of car. Um,
2: he can't say conveyance.
1: Yes, I can. Conveyance. See? <laughs> <laughs> uh, go with that, please. The Great Escape? Wait. No, hold on. The Great Escape is the movie by escaping freaking... Uh, Germany in World War II, Mike. I'm getting there, calm down.
2: I, I know, I know,
1: practicing subterfuge over there. <laughs> I am. Um, what did he get to ride to so be in the great escape? Oh, god, now I'm trying to go back. So, okay, I'm gonna put myself in Steve McQueen's shoes. If I'm gonna volunteer to be in a movie set in World War II, what is it that I'm gonna want to ride? And it's either going to be a tank or a plane. And so I'm going to say if they're escaping, he's going to be riding a tank. So I'm going to go with a tank.
0: Is that your final answer? Yes. You should have gone with your original thought process. Yep. That was a motorcycle. It was a motorcycle. He did dr- you know? He,
2: ju- he jumps the fence. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs>
0: He also doubled, stunt doubled for a lot of the German motorcycle riders in the film. So he's seen chasing himself. Himself. I love oh.
2: it. I love it. He was, Steve McQueen is such a bad
1: I ass. went away from like what I what I knew was a logical answer to go back to, wait, why were there motorcycles in World War II? I don't understand.
2: I forget. It's been, it's been, it's another one that's probably been 20 plus years since I saw that movie. But I remember, I remember him, ta- him jumping, the, taking the motorcycle and jumping the fence toward the end.
1: That's one of those movies that I bought on DVD, probably in college. And then it sat unopened on my shelf until I gave all of my DVDs away like three years ago.
2: Yeah. See, we had it on VHS or should I say two VHSs because it was such a long, long movie, yeah. long film. But it's, Ed, that was one of those movies. It was really fun to watch because I realized how many references to that movie are in the Simpsons episode when Maggie is at the daycare. And has to and like get uh, gets all the babies together to escape the daycare. It's it's hilarious. Oh my gosh! I was just like, oh my gosh! So much of this is reference. Like, there's even a, there's even a scene in The Simpsons where she takes she goes to quote unquote solitary confinement, and one of the babies throws her a ball, and she sits there bouncing it against the wall. That's exactly what Steve McQueen does. in The movie. It was I was just like, oh my gosh! I had no idea. Anyway, brilliant. It really was.
0: Mike, your final question of the round. What Hong Kong born action star attended the Peking opera school from the age of six until he was eighteen?
2: Yikes. Um hmm. <laughs> see when I when I think of uh, actors from that. Area of the world. I'm trying. I'm trying to think, like, how many of them are from Hong Kong versus, um, like, the first. The first name that popped in my head was was Chow Yun Fat, um, which I could definitely see. Uh, I don't know if Jackie Chan is from Hong Kong. He popped in my head too. I'm, I'm going to go. My the first name that popped in my head was Chow Yun Fat, so that's what I'm going to say.
0: The answer is Jackie Chan.
2: Yeah. Okay.
0: Heading into the wager round. We're still tied. Yep. 80 to 80. Yep. But don't worry, I'll give you categories this time. Whoop!
2: Action movies, action movies, and action movies.
0: <laughs> all action all the time.
2: That's right.
0: Okay. Your categories for our final wager round. 2,000 action fade in. 1990s music in action films and 60s westerns. Your first question. 2000s actions fade in opening scene opens with a tuxedo wearing secret agent being killed at a rock concert in Prague. I'll lock. Mike?
2: Um. I yeah I don't i don't know it's does this isn't ringing this isn't ringing any bells um to me uh tuxedo wearing secret agent in Prague at a rock concert i just i I don't know sounds like it could be maybe one of the mission impossible movies um There's no way I could tell you which one. All right, yeah, I, I don't, I don't have anything. I'll lock in.
0: Okay. In 1990s music and action films, in what action movie did Brian Adams sing "I Do It for You"? Everything I do, I do it for you. Over the end credits.
2: I will lock. Very confusedly. <laughs> um,
1: the '90s was a long time ago. Uh, Brian Adams. That so I know that song. I'm trying to think of what I uh, what I kind of place it with. And the movie that's coming to mind, I cannot place it. One, I can't place that movie in an action movie, but also I can't place this song in it other than the lyrics of the song seem to kind of go hand in hand with the ending of the movie. And so I'm going to just go ahead and write this down and lock in with this.
0: All right. <clears throat> Your third question. It's 60s Westerns. In what country did the Wild Bunch make their final stand?
2: I will lock in. Uh,
1: I am confused in the fact that I'm, I think that what I'm thinking of is the ending of uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, not the ending of the Wild Bunch. Uh, This movie is sending me somewhere else. I've got down to two countries. I'll go ahead and write down this one. And lock in.
0: Okay. All right. Question number one. In action opening scenes, what movie opens with a tuxedo-wearing secret agent being killed at a rock concert in Prague? Chris, what'd you lock with?
1: Um... I couldn't place it, to be transparent with you, but the idea of Prague, a rock concert, kind of seems to fit in with a motif that I associate with uh, a certain director who made a certain really bad film that was critically panned and set a franchise back for a while. But his movie Hard Boiled is amazing. Uh, I went with Mission Impossible 2.
0: And what did you wager? Uh, 10 points. 10 points. (laughs) Mike.
2: (laughs) Uh, Chris and I actually had a very similar thought process. We just went with a different movie, a different uh, movie within the same franchise. I went with Mission Impossible 3. Again, I didn't have a leg to stand on either.
0: And what did you wager?
2: I wagered 15 and regretted at the moment I heard the question. Yeah, same here.
0: So the band in the scene is the controversial real-life German hard rock group Ramstein.
2: Ramstein. Yep. Ramstein. Yep. Okay.
0: And the movie is Triple X.
2: Okay. Oh gosh. Okay. A movie I never, a newbie I never saw. I never had any interest well, yeah, in seeing. I am one
1: hundred percent okay getting that question wrong. It's is un- that Vin Diesel? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, no.
0: yeah,
1: right? yeah no. it is, and I'm very happy to. I'm very sad to say I know that his name in the movie is Xander Cage.
0: Don't ask me why. Yeah. Okay. Question number two: '90s music in action films. In what action movie did Brian Adams sing "Everything I Do, I Do It for You" over the end credits? Chris, what'd you lock with?
1: Uh, I went with so the the lyrics the, the lyrics of the song kind of sent me here. I don't think of this movie is an action movie. I went with Armageddon, just because at the end of the movie, it's Bruce Willis sacrificing himself so his daughter and the world can live. He did it for her.
0: And what'd you lock with?
1: I locked in with ten point wager there,
0: Mike.
2: Well. Before the wager round, I told myself, don't be an idiot. Go all in on the 90s music question. And I didn't. Clearly, we've already established that. And this question established that I should have, even though this is 100 percent not an action movie. And I don't know. Anyway, uh, if there, if there is also an action movie that this song plays over the credits for, I, then I will accept my L. But this was 100 percent on the soundtrack to Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Oh, OK.
0: What did you lock and with? I, I wager, or, and I
2: wagered 40 points.
0: Wagered 40 points. Mike, you're picking up 40 points. Robin Hood and the Prince of Thieves is the correct answer. 60s Westerns. In what country did the Wild Bunch make their final stand? Chris, what would you lock with?
1: There are two countries that stood out to me, um, and I don't know which one was Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, and I don't know why the other one was even in my head. Um, I had them to Mexico and Brazil, and I went with Brazil.
0: And how much did you wager? Zero. Zero. Mike.
1: All right. Um,
2: well, uh, sort of similarly, my brain first went to Butch Cassidy the kid. Unfortunately, Butch Cassidy and the Kid. kid, uh, the next time they said, let's go someplace like Bolivia, let's go someplace like Bolivia, that Bolivia was where they made their final stand. Ah. Not what I locked in with, though. Uh, I went the other way of Chris's 50-50. I walked in with Mexico. And the really funny thing is when you said 60s Westerns, the first thing I thought was, ah hell, I've seen the wild bunch. I'll wager some money on this one. Not money, but points. Don't remember the, Don't remember it that well, clearly. Uh, but I wager 20 points on this one.
0: 20 points. And the correct answer is Mexico.
1: Nice actually done Mike. I knew there was a reason Mexico stuck in my head.
0: It was a close game. And we're ending up at sixty to one hundred and twenty-five. Good game, Mike. Good game, Chris.
2: Good game, Chris. Game. Good game. That
0: was that was close. That was that until was the end.
2: Really close, right up until the end. Pulling uh,
1: pulling Prince of Thieves is awesome. I was not getting there at all. So nicely done. I-
2: you know, and I think that that's, um, it's really weird to say since I'm only like two years older than you, but I really think that that played into factor because I probably saw Robin Hood Prince of Thieves. Like that was a very key thing in my youth and it probably wasn't as much in years. I don't know
1: that I've ever actually seen it. Yeah, it's exactly. A- it was,
2: yeah, it was huge in that specific time. And in hindsight, it's very hard to see why.
1: I'm much more of a three Musketeers.
2: Uh, other than Alan Rickman being, uh an amazing scenery chewer in that movie three three musketeers i actually think is underrated i actually think i like really that movie tomorrow. a lot i might
1: watch it tomorrow i think it's a yeah. fun disney film
2: it, it is it is actually really good it's a fun disney film that's actually does a decent job of maintaining some of the darker aspects of the story for being a disney yep. film
1: yeah i might watch that tomorrow hey i'll do anything though so oh
2: yeah oh yeah that was the movie that introduced me all Oliver Platt. that's wonderful anyway
0: <laughs> well wonderful game Thank you, for, thank, you, thank you for putting up with me. And, Great game, uh, Are you kidding me? It was a delight of, having you back. <laughs> my lack of preparedness. <laughs> Let's throw it on over to Chris to, to tell us all about our socials, where to find us, and how to interact.
1: Hey, everyone. We hope you uh, enjoyed the show. Uh, if you want to uh, support the show financially and you want, that's something you're able to do, head on over to patreon.com slash P-T-E-B-B. That's your home for... Uh, supporting the show financially, there's also some bonus content on there that happens throughout the month as well. Uh, we appreciate that from you all, The those patrons that continue to give us money every month. We, you mean the world to us. We thank you for that. Uh, if you want to interact with us, head on over to ptebb.com and you can find our Discord server, our Facebook, all of our socials right there, as well as our merch store. You can get some sweet threads. And I just realized I can't pull off the phrase sweet threads. Marissa, back to you.
0: <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Well, thank you, everyone, for joining us on another episode of PTE, Pub Trivia Experience. We hope to see you next week. I have been your host. I am Marissa. I'm Chris. And I am Mike. Bye. Bye. Thanks.